When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel, where the focus is on dividend growth investing. Today I want to show you 7 high growth dividend companies that also have a high dividend yield right now. I think these 7 companies are all attractively valued today, and can present a unique opportunity going forward if you believe the stock fits your overall portfolio. It's not a common trend to find a company that offers both a high yield and a high dividend growth rate. But during turbulent market times, dividend investors can come across such unicorns. The trick is to make sure you aren't looking at a value trap, which is not an easy thing to spot. What I want to do today is tell you who these companies are, review their metrics, value each company using three unique techniques, and make some assumptions about their future. The decision whether or not these businesses are right for you is for you to determine on your own. Each of these companies has a dividend yield above 4% and a double-digit dividend growth rate. Additionally, all seven companies are trading below fair value and could offer strong returns in the next few years while also paying investors a high passive income stream along the way. Let's get started, and first up, in alphabetical order, we have Best Buy, with a 4.85% dividend yield. Best Buy has a 5-year trailing dividend yield of just 2.34%. Dividend yield theory suggests shares may be about 107% undervalued right now. Best Buy has a 5-year dividend growth rate of 19.89%, making the company a fantastic blend of high growth and high dividend yield. Its payout ratio is about 42%, implying the dividend is nicely covered and there is room for future increases. The company has a decent short-term track record with a 53% total return over the past 5 years. Earnings have grown at an average rate of about 21% per year during this period, an outpaced revenue growth that sits at a lower 5.61% per year. Best Buy has a good debt-to-equity ratio of 0.41, telling us management has done a decent job maintaining its debt load. Morningstar assigns Best Buy a narrow economic moat, implying about 10 years of competitive advantage for the business. Morningstar also places a fair value on the company today at $105 per share. Dividend yield theory values the business at $150 per share. And based on historical price-to-earnings multiples, we get a fair value of $111 per share. Combining these three valuation measures, we get an average fair price of about $122. If we compare the average fair price of $122 to the current share price of $72, the stock looks about 40% undervalued. Analysts are forecasting earnings per share to be $6.17 in 2022, $6.87 in 2023, and $8.07 in 2024. If we value Best Buy at its trailing PE multiple of 14.87 and assume the company will meet its earnings forecasts, we can expect a fair price of $91 at the end of this year, $102 at the end of 2023, and $120 at the end of 2024. If we assume Best Buy can reach a price target of $120 by the end of 2024, we can expect an annualized total return from the stock of nearly 30%. There's no margin of safety built in here, but the upside is pretty significant. The question is, will Best Buy hit its targets, and will the market value the company at its long-term trailing multiple? That I do not have an answer for, but I personally own shares of Best Buy, and I'm willing to go along for this journey and find out. Next up in alphabetical order is Blackstone, that currently pays a 6.32% dividend yield. The company has a trailing dividend yield of 4.9%, and dividend yield theory tells us shares may be about 29% undervalued. Blackstone has a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 16.55%. Its dividend growth history is a little mixed, with some nice bumps and a few sour years, but measured over longer intervals, the dividend rate has climbed nicely. The payout ratio is a bit elevated, at about 83%. 
implying there may not be too much room for high dividend growth, unless the business itself will see higher earnings in the future. Recent history shows us the company has grown very nicely. Revenue has grown at an average rate of 34.41% during the past 5 years. Earnings have grown even faster at 39.09%, and the stock has a 5-year total return of about 257%. The debt-to-equity ratio for Blackstone is a bit high, at 1.09, and something to keep an eye on down the road. Morningstar assigns a narrow mode for Blackstone, implying about 10 more years of competitive advantage. It also places a fair value on the stock at $125 today. Dividend yield theory gives us a fair price of about $119, and based on trailing PE multiples, we get a fair price of about $116. Averaging all three valuations out puts the fair price right around $120. Compared to the actual price of about $92, we get a 23% potential undervaluation right now. Analysts are forecasting earnings for 2022 to be $5.22, $5.81 in 2023, and $7.12 in 2024. If the share price can return to its long-term trailing P.E. multiple of 21.12, we can expect the stock to trade for about $110 at the end of this year, about $123 at the end of 2023, and about $150 at the end of 2024. The $150 price at the end of 2024 would result in a 30.62% total annualized return over the next two years, placing Blackstone slightly ahead of Best Buy. Given the current state of the stock market and economic policy, it's unlikely we will see Blackstone revert back to its long-term trailing PE multiple this year, and perhaps not even next year. This is definitely a long-term play, and I do own a small position in this company, with expectations that I could offer a nice long-term return. The next company is Huntington Bankshares with a 4.52% dividend yield. The company has a trailing dividend yield of 3.71%, implying it may be about 22% undervalued right now. The stock sports an attractive 16.47% 5-year dividend growth rate and a payout ratio around 54%, meaning there is room for above-average dividend growth to continue in the coming years. Revenue for the business has grown at 9.75% per year during the past 5 years. Earnings have grown at a lower rate of 4.95%. Not fantastic growth rates, but both trending in the right direction. The stock had a modest 5-year total return just shy of 35%, as the share price has slipped recently. Huntington maintains a healthy debt-to-equity ratio of 0.43 and has a narrow moat rating for Morningstar, telling us its competitive advantage should remain in place for another decade. Morningstar also places a fair value on the stock of $16. Dividend yield theory suggests a fair price of $16.71, and based on trailing price-to-earnings multiples, we get a fair price of $15.70. Averaging all three valuations out gives us a fair price of $16.14. Compared to the current price of $13.71, the stock appears to be about 15% undervalued. Analysts are forecasting earnings per share to be $1.44 in 2022, $1.51 in 2023, and $1.56 in 2024. Using the trailing P.E. multiple of 13.96, we can impute a fair price for the stock of $20.10 at the end of this year, $21.08 at the end of 2023, and $21.78 at the end of 2024. You can see there isn't much growth between these three fair prices. However, when we compare these prices to the actual price today, there is potential for significant upside. If Huntington can hit these target earnings per share and return to a fair value by 2024, we can expect an annualized total return of 27.35% from the stock. Next up, we have Tiro Price Group with a 4.36% dividend yield. The trailing dividend yield for Tiro is 2.46%, implying a potential 77% undervaluation based on dividend yield theory. Tiro has a very healthy 5-year dividend growth rate of 14.87% and a low payout ratio of about 45%. I believe there is room for this dividend growth rate to remain in the low double-digit level for at least a few more years. Revenue has grown at an average rate of 12.36% per year during the past 5 years, 
with earnings growing much faster at a rate of 22.52%. The stock has a 5-year total return just shy of 54%, as the share price has taken a beating in 2022. The company is virtually debt-free and has not taken on much debt during the past decade. Morningstar assigns Tiro a wide economic moat rating, implying competitive advantage is expected to last for the next two decades. The service also provides a fair value of $135 on the stock. Dividend yield theory gives us a fair price of $195, and based on trailing PE multiples, we get a fair price of $156. Averaging all three valuations out gives us a fair price of $162. Compared to the current price of $110, the stock appears to be trading 32% below fair value. Analysts are expecting earnings per share to be $8.38 in 2022, $8.61 in 2023, and $9.24 in 2024. If the stock can revert back to its long-term P.E. multiple of 15.05, it will be valued at $126 at the end of this year, $129 in 2023, and $139 in 2024. Even the 2024 estimate is below the suggested fair price for the stock today. But even with this more conservative valuation estimate, if the share price were to climb to $139 by 2024, we would see a 15.28% annualized total return from the stock if we invest today. While the upside may not seem as robust compared to the three prior stocks we reviewed, I do own shares of Tiro in my portfolio. It's actually my largest position right now, at a little over 3% of my entire portfolio. I've relaxed on adding more to it recently, as I am trying to take advantage of a few other opportunities to round out my holdings. Number 5 on the high yield and high growth dividend list is Interpublic Group of Companies with a 4.25% dividend yield. The company has a trailing dividend yield of 3.79%, implying a potential 12% undervaluation based on dividend yield theory. The company also has a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 12.47%, and a low payout ratio around 45%. Revenue growth during the past 5 years has been a little weak, averaging just 2.49% per year. However, earnings have grown significantly faster, at an average rate of 10.03%. The stock has a 5-year total return slightly above 65% placing it as the second best total return amongst these seven companies. The debt-to-equity ratio of 0.85 is a bit high, and something to keep an eye on in the future. Morningstar assigns a narrow moat rating to the business, telling us its competitive advantage should be intact for the next decade. Morningstar's fair price for the stock is $35. Dividend yield theory gives us a fair price of $30.61, and based on trailing price-to-earnings multiples, we get a fair price of $40.50. Averaging all three valuations out gives us a fair price of $35.37. The stock currently trades for about $27 and looks about 23% undervalued compared to our fair value estimate. Analysts are expecting earnings per share to be $2.70 in 2022, $2.69 in 2023, and $2.91 in 2024. If the stock can revert back to its long-term PE multiple of 16.35 and meet its earnings predictions, we can expect the share price to be $44 at the end of this year, the same price next year, and about $47.5 in 2024. It's unlikely the stock will see a sharp spike in price this year, given the market sentiment. But if it can reach these marks by 2024, we can expect to see a 32.25% annualized rate of return if we invest today. Interpublic Group of Companies has the highest expected return assumption on today's list of high-yield and high-growth unicorns. Next up, we have US Bancorp with a 4.19% dividend yield. The trailing 5-year dividend yield for the company is 2.83%, and dividend yield theory implies a potential 48% undervaluation. The company has a 5-year dividend growth rate of 10.48%, meeting a double-digit standard I looked for when compiling this list. The payout ratio for US Bank is a nice and low 42%, giving the business plenty of room to keep its dividend growth streak going. Revenue for the bank during the past 5 years has been weak, averaging just 0.53% per year. 
However, earnings have grown much faster at an average rate of 9.5% per year. The stock has a 5-year total return of 4.24%, which is worse than what an online savings account could have offered during the same period of time. So it hasn't been a rewarding investment for long-term shareholders. But that's in the past, and I'm more concerned with the future. The bank maintains a decent debt load, with a debt-to-equity ratio of 0.61. It has a wide moat rating for Morningstar, telling us that competitive advantage should be strong for the next two decades. Morningstar assigns a fair value for US Bank of $59. Dividend yield theory gives us a fair price of $67. And based on trailing price-to-earnings multiples, we get a fair price of $56. If we average all three valuations out, we come up with a fair price estimate of $61. The stock trades for about $46 today telling us it's about 25% below our fair value estimate. Analysts are expecting earnings per share to be $4.22 in 2022, $5.08 in 2023, and $5.54 in 2024. If the stock can revert back to its trailing PE multiple of 12.97 and meet these earnings predictions, we can expect the share price to be $54 at the end of the year, $65 in 2023, and $72 in 2024. If this forecast pans out and the stock can hit a price target of $72 in 2024, we would see a 26.27% annualized total return if we invest today. And the final unicorn today is Truist Financial Corporation with a 4.37% dividend yield. The company has a 5-year trailing dividend yield of 3.2% and looks about 36% undervalued based on dividend yield theory. Truist has a 5-year dividend growth rate of 10.09%, the lowest of these 7 unicorns but it also has a good payout ratio of 43% and a lot of room to keep the dividend increases coming. Revenue has grown nicely during the past 5 years, averaging 14.28% per year. Earnings have grown slightly slower at 10.03% per year. The stock has a 5-year total return of 22.37%, which isn't great, but it's not terrible either. The company has a narrow moat rating from Morningstar that suggests another decade of competitive advantage for the company. Morningstar's fair value for the stock is $61. Dividend yield theory gives us a fair price of $65, and based on trailing price-to-earnings multiples, we get a fair price of $63. The average fair value estimate is $63, which is about 24% higher than the actual price of the stock, that is about $48 right now. Analysts are expecting earnings per share to be $5.03 in 2022, $5.44 in 2023, and $5.52 in 2024. If the stock can revert back to its trailing PE multiple of 14.33, we would see shares trade for $72 by the end of this year, $78 in 2023, and $79 in 2024. If the stock can hit its 2024 target price of $79, investing today would give you a very nice annualized total return of 29.67%. There you have it, 7 high-yield and high-dividend growth unicorns that all have a history of growth, are potentially undervalued today, and could offer significant upside over the next few years. All the valuations and return assumptions are just estimates, and there is no guarantee any of them will pan out. That's the risk we take as investors. We have to use our best judgment in deciding where we park our money to maximize our long-term return. I personally own three of these seven unicorns, and I would be happy if at least one of them proves to be a fruitful long-term investment. Let me know what you think of these companies, and if you know of any other high-yield and high-dividend growth unicorns available today.